0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Hello, Nat Sound. Welcome to Nat Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Doghouse. Hi, Doghouse. Hi, Patrick from Federal Baseball. Oh, oh I wanted to catch you off guard. And I believe I have Dave on the line now, even though he told me he wasn't calling in. Dave Pickles. is that you? Hello. <laughs> Uh, My peppy attitude is in direct response to last night's doom and Gloom show. Everything's good today until we get to all the bad news that we have later. But there's a 4 2 win in the nation's capital tonight. Anthony Rendon comes up with a big hit. Dave Max is around the mound to start things unbeaten in his last eight starts for tonight 6 0, 285 ERA, 13 walks, 59 Ks, a 201, 255, 337 line against in his last 53 and 2 thirds innings pitched. Uh, first pitch that he threw tonight, however, launched to the left by John Segura, one nothing at that point, Lead off and one out doubles in the third, two nothing at that point, but he settles in nicely after that, quote unquote. Uh ten Ks total and in six innings pitched, ninety eight pitches total, had a streak of six uh strikeouts in a row at one point between the third and the fifth innings and uh night when he didn't necessarily have his best start as F P Santangelo mentioned throughout the evening. He still came up pretty big for the Nationals here, gave up the two runs, but that's all and Held on long enough
0: that the Nationals could finally rally. There was kind of a grab bag out of Scherzer tonight, right? Because he was giving up some contact. It was fairly hard contact when he was, um, but yet he put all the strikeouts together and um, he was able to to mitigate the damage that he that he gave himself and uh, you know turn runs in six innings. Essentially, he was getting his work in, and um, you know, and it was good work. It, It just it wasn't. Um, it wasn't stellar it wasn't uh, um his no-hit stuff that, that we've seen before but uh uh stuck around long enough to, to qualify for the uh, the pitcher's win pitcher wins are dumb thank you <laughs> um he got you got a huge uh he got a huge hug from Dusty Baker in the dugout after uh after Rendon got him off the hook and and put him in line for the oh, win. pitcher's win pitcher wins are dumb um, anyway, uh, he got he got his work in tonight, and um, and and the best news out of any of this is nobody got hurt during the game. So it's a win-win for everybody tonight. That's
1: definitely good news. But more importantly, Doghouse Max Scherzer set himself up for a chance at 20 wins on the season. 20 wins, big wins, important wins, most important stat in baseball as far as anyone's concerned. He had one more start in the regular season, probably in the season finale, regular season finale, I should say, since the Nats are going to the postseason. But uh, really, I was impressed by what Max Scherzer was able to do out there. He couldn't locate his fastball early, so he was using a lot of his secondary stuff, really relied on the slider a lot of the night. and Once he started striking people out and stomping around the mound, it looked like he you know, kind of psyched himself up and
0: got himself back in the game. Look, pitcher wins are dumb. Let's let's face it. Uh, it's, it's a nice little milestone. And I I think it'll be cute if, uh, if Scherzer gets it, if only so that we can see some more incredibly uncomfortable bro hugs between him and Dusty there. That was, wow. F going on for like half an inning about it was, uh, was probably about the, the best, most insightful commentary we've gotten out of him in a couple of weeks. But yeah, just like you said, uh, Scherzer was really having trouble commanding his fastball tonight. Uh, he had, uh, had a couple of walks at, at several long counts earlier in the game, and when he was missing, he was missing over the plate, and those balls were getting hit really hard. You know the, That ball Segura hit uh, way over the out-of-town uh, bullpen uh, in, in the first. Those two doubles over Trey Turner's head uh, a couple innings later, uh, he was trying to figure out what to do because he, he pitches off his fastball and normally that's great because he can command it to to either edge and get weak contact off of it and then set up his devastating off-speed and breaking pitches. But tonight, the the pitch he could really locate was his slider, and it took him an inning or two to sort of figure that out, but he did, and then he came up with a plan, and it turned out he was pretty effective pitching off of his slider change and, uh, and curve there. Uh, so a good outing showing what, uh, for all of his, you know, stomping around and, and, and posturing and emotionalism on the mound, I think Scherzer is really sort of a cerebral pitcher in that he's adaptive and he can come up with a plan. And once he figures out what's working for him on the on the particular game, he can figure out what to do with it to get out and uh, to set himself up for his dumb pitcher's win. <laughs>
1: 20 of them, uh, Dave, uh, Matt Koch, who mispronounces his name, Cook for some reason, on the mound for the D-backs tonight. 2012, Mets third-round pick acquired in the trade for Addison Reed in August of 2015, uh, 129 ERA, 125, 250, 292 line against, and seven innings in relief. His first major league start tonight and got off to a pretty good start, five hit lists, 14 straight outs after a hit-by-pitch with one out in the first. Uh, came back out for the 6 Though gave up a leadoff single and a walk, so they went to the bullpen at that point. Uh, Rando Delgado comes on, and as he's wanting to do against the Nationals, blows everything up again, uh, walks Trey <laughs> Turner to load the bases, manages to strike out Jason Worth, but Stephen Drew hits a sack fly. Anthony Rendon comes up next, gets a 1-0 fastball and puts it in the left field seat. Three-run blast, 4-2 and at that point. Uh, this is obviously the first time I've ever seen Matt Cook. I'll pronounce his name correctly the second time but uh, a decent outing by him. I don't know if it was just the Nationals hadn't seen him before. Uh, he wasn't – I don't know how long they were going to push him and what was his first start, as I mentioned, but he looked pretty good out there on the mound,
0: had the Nationals guessing for five innings at least. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, he's a guy in the minor leagues that barely ever walked a guy. Um, that, that, that said, he also rarely ever struck anybody out, so he's a, a pitch-to-contact uh, type of guy, and um, it, it's kind of surprising that against the Nats he didn't give up any contact. Uh um, I, I don't know if this was a case of, uh, of him doing funny something that they couldn't pick up or and maybe they just have a, a, a team-wide hangover considering, um, you know, winning the division and then the emotion of the of the, of the, the post-Jose Fernandez game and then um, Ramos getting hurt last night. Maybe it just took a little while for the Nets to, to get going to the idea of just playing baseball tonight. But, um, you know, the, he he had a pretty good start. Uh, there at the start of the sixth inning, trainers came out to look at his hand it looked like they were looking at his finger for a blister uh, you know walked a the guy um, they came out and looked at it again and, and, and gave him the hook obviously it's his first start, so it 's his longest major league appearance it 's not surprising that he would run into a wall or, or develop a blister there um at the end of his appearance um and then and then you know, thankfully uh they decided to to bring in Randall Delgado, which for the nats is throwing gasoline on the fire and um, you know, and, and the rest of his history. Uh, Anthony Rendon with the big hit, and, and then the bro hugs, and and, and Max Scherzer qualifying for his uh, for his 19th meaningless victory of the season. So, um, yeah. sure it sure went their job. Yeah, they, they 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 finally got it going, and 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 all it took was a little Randall to Goddard to get it going for him.
1: After Rendon's big hit, if you want to talk about that, Doug has feel free. But they went to the bullpen. Uh, really sharp outing from the bullpen, everyone involved. Sammy Solis returns to the majors with a 12-pitch, 1-2-3 frame. Sean Kelly does him better with a nine-pitch, six-strike, 3 eighth. And then Mark Melanson comes on, save number 44 in the season, nine pitches, eight strikes to get three outs. Uh, this is I- the ideal bullpen mix that you had going out there. You, you get your top three guys out there. They dominate the competition, retire everyone they face, and, Make move. Sure, sure, sure there's a big win, number 19 on the season. Hold up, uh, really Victor strong guy you know, from everyone. <laughs> In the bullpen, though. And really nice to see yeah, Sammy Solis come back throwing really well. Uh, on a, yeah, he's been out since the middle of August, if I remember correctly. I don't know the exact date, even though I wrote it yesterday. But strong night from everyone that they brought out of the pen.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's been approximately forever since. Uh, since Solis went on the DL. And uh, a, a stat that is not stupid relating to pitcher performance are shutdowns, which is a, a WPA-based measure of how much a pitcher actually affects your chance to win. And we saw three shutdowns in a row here in a close game, and two runs late is a close game. Solis came out and got a 1-2-3. Kelly came out and got a 1-2-3. Melanson came out and got a 1-2-3. Uh, There weren't a a bunch of strikeouts, which is my my personal way that I like to see people get outs in high-leverage situations. But uh, it was a few balls on the ground, a couple of lazy flies. There were one or two line drives in there, which might have been a little nervous, but they were right at people. Uh, We saw nine quick outs, and that is absolutely what you want to see from your A bullpen. And this is maybe even your B-plus bullpen, you know, because Trinan would be in that mix if it were, were really your A bullpen. And so you, mm-hmm. you've really got to be liking uh, the composition of the bullpen right now, uh, especially against heavily right-handed uh, lineups. Uh, are, are we going to be facing any of those in the postseason eventually, maybe? Uh, which, which kind of like highlights why it's, it's so important to get Solis back and, and throwing and in shape. And uh, I, I'm sure Dusty will find him uh, a couple of other opportunities before the end of the regular season to get out there and uh, get get his uh, in-game pitching uh, a little bit of work there. Uh, he looked good tonight. Uh, let's let's get it, run him out there a few more times and, and make sure he's got all the bugs out. By the way, awesome hit there, Rendon. That was that was great to see. Uh, Dinger totals. They're not really dumb. They're, they're not really as important as uh, HR for fly ball percentage or, or HR percentage overall. But I'll give him that 19 puts him awfully close to 20, and then there would be like seven or eight people in the lineup with 20 home runs on the season, which, uh, while not necessarily meaningful, it, it's pretty cool if, if that were to happen. So uh, one step closer to that, along with the meaningless milestone of 20 pitcher wins seeing how quickly
1: I can bring up that stat because I know they had it in the Nationals pregame notes. Uh, here we go. Murphy, 25. Harper, 24. Espinosa, 23. Ramos, 22. Worth, 21. Rendon now one home run shy of adding to that list. Uh, Nationals are one of six teams in the majors with five plus, uh, 520 plus home run uh, players along with Baltimore, Detroit, Boston, Texas, and Toronto and the only NL club. Playing like an AL club. Way to go, Nats. Uh, Dave, last four or five minutes here, we'll, we'll get into all, all the off-field news for the day. Uh, we'll start with this one. Mike Rizzo confirmed what uh, we've been saying is pretty obvious for a while now. Steven Strasburg, unlikely to pitch in the NLDS at this point. Uh, Rizzo told reporters, I think it would be kind of pushing it. I think that's fair to say. Again, I haven't seen him after his throwing program today, but just the calendar, it's unlikely that he'd contribute in that series. So, Who are you lining up there? Scherzer,
0: Roark, Gonzalez, and Blank. Yeah, um, blank as the number four <laughs> starter. I, um, I I still don't think it's been determined. I think uh, I think AJ Cole. I think Reynaldo Lopez. Uh, I think probably even Matt Latos. Um, you know those guys are all uh, in the mix. Obviously, they would love for it to be Joe Ross, and I have to imagine Ross is going to get one more start here this week uh, to show that he can throw more than sixty-five pitches at a time. Um, but it's still it, it's awfully difficult to run a guy out there um, and expect him to start a playoff game if he hasn't thrown 80 pitches in two months or, or two and a half months, which is exactly uh, what what Ross's uh, um, status is. So it, it's still very difficult. And you know, for anybody that was surprised by the announcement today that Strasburg wasn't going to pitch in the first round of the playoffs, you know, what are you paying attention to? Um, Strasburg is, has has thrown two and two-thirds innings in, in, in three months. Uh, you know, at this point, it's just not physically possible for him to be ready to pitch next week. And, and it won't – it really is not it's – not, it's, I won't say it's outside the realm of possibility because almost anything is possible. But it's just it's, – it's highly unlikely that he would be able to pitch at all anymore this year. I mean, this is a guy that, that has been hurt for the last three months. Uh, to expect him to then, you know, more accurately go from, from light tossing um, to starting a playoff game is silly. The only reason that Steven Crawford you know, hasn't been shut down or put on the disabled list here at the end of the season is simply to put in the back of other teams' minds that there is still a shred of possibility that he might be able to pitch. Um, we'll know very soon for certain when they leave him off the playoff roster. And I imagine if they get past the first round, then we'll go through all these questions again. But again, I, I just I don't see Steven Strasburg pitching again this year. I said it when he got hurt the second time. I I stuck with it the entire time, and I'm going to say it again. I don't think Steven Strasburg will pitch again this year, regardless of what the Nationals do. Okay.
1: So the other other big news of the day. There's no question that Wilson Ramos will not play again this year. Uh, Dusty Baker announced before the game a torn ACL. He ACL and MCL last time. I had to have two surgeries just to ACL this time, apparently. I guess until they get in there and look around and see what's going on. But uh, really rough end of the season. But Dave and I talked about it extensively last night in our doom and gloom version of Matt Nightly. But surgery coming up for Ramos. Uh, they called up Spencer Kaiboom today, the 40th man on the 40-man roster, the last one to come up now. They're all in the majors at this point. Uh, What do you see Dusty Baker doing here? Are you going to see a platoon of Lobatone and Pedro Severino? I don't imagine we're going to see a lot of Spencer Kaibum at this point. He doesn't know the staff all that well. He's just up from AA, but I'd like to see Severino personally and get more of the uh, time behind the plate, but I'm guessing we're going to see
0: a mix of the two of them going forward. Uh, Honestly, I I hope it ends up being Spencer purely on the off chance that it gives us the chance to use the headline, ki boom goes to dynamite. <laughs> this is it probably pretty well unlikely, like though. And we, we, were, we were talking, I know, before the show about this, and uh, I, I think my preference, and probably yours, too, would be to leave Lobaton as, uh, as the backup guy and move Severino into the starting role. Uh, he's only had limited playing time uh, this year in the majors, but he's done pretty well with it. He's a good defensive catcher. Uh, He's hit maybe a little bit above his level or or above what we'd expect for him in his limited playing time so far this season. Uh, And maybe that unfamiliarity of the rest of the league to him might actually serve as something of an advantage uh, in a playoff series. I, I don't know. Uh, loby he's come through with some nice Hits this season uh, Honestly I, I, I Don't see him being a dominating presence in A playoff series but what I Expect Dusty to do is is move Lobatone into uh, Basically move him straight into the Ramos role and have Severino there as the Backup and and the pinch runner who can Also catch um, uh, just, just because that's That that strikes me as how Dusty would play it Uh Oh, just kaboom goes the dynamite. I, I want to write it. <laughs> Dave, before we wrap up, any thoughts on the
1: pitching, uh, uh, catching situation? I'm trying to pull up the poll that we put up today. Last time I looked, Severino was uh, the fan's choice for the uh, getting the bulk of the playing time over the
0: next couple of weeks. Well, of course, it's, it's the fan's choice because they don't know it. Um, they know <laughs> Lobatone is is a Sunday player, um, I don't want to malign him. He's a major league catcher um, and a good Sunday catcher, but um, but he's a once a week type of player. It, the fans are, are clamoring for the unknown because they don't realize that Pedro Severino is almost a carbon copy of Jose Lobaton. It's questionable whether he'll ever hit in the major leagues. Um, he's got good footwork. He's got a decent arm. Um, he blocks balls really well. He's not as good a pitch framer as Lobaton because is one of the better ones in the league, but. Just look at his minor league statistics. Severino is not um, – he, he's hitting uh, – this is exactly like Dachau said. He's hitting above his weight so far in his limited role uh, in the major leagues. So, um, yeah, I expect I, – I frankly expect Dusty Baker um, to, to roll with Jose Lobaton as the starter and Pedro Severino as a backup. I mean, that's just – um, Lobatone is a veteran um, He's been with the staff before He is a good defensive catcher A great pitch framer um, I think for all those reasons that Dusty will probably roll with Lobatone Regardless of who the fans want to start yep. uh,
1: Voice of the masses 295 votes in in 7 hours Since I put a poll up on Twitter 48% Jose Lobatone getting the bulk of the starts. 45 for Severino. Uh, <laughs> and a little 7% down at the bottom. wants to see Spencer Kaibum get the uh, get the starts. But I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of Jose Lobatone over the next couple of weeks. Shelby Miller against Gio Gonzalez tomorrow night, 7.05. Uh, third of four with the B-backs in D.C. Uh, one more after that. I'll wrap it up. Matt nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. I'll talk to both of you guys tomorrow night. Go Nats.